and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me, Gail, and my amazing guest. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018, and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration, joy and light so you can find your own sober bliss. Hi everyone and welcome to Sober Bliss with me Gail and today I'm delighted to be joined by my good friend Lisa DeJong. Hi Lisa. Hi Gail. How are you? Great thank you, thanks for having me. Oh it's my pleasure, I'm so excited to talk to you today because you are a very special lady. So can you just tell everybody a little bit about what it is that you do? Yeah sure, um, so I am what's called a menstruality coach. Mm-hmm. Um, simple English that means like period coach as in I, I support women through their menstrual cycle journey um, mm-hmm. and I do that from a self-care point of view so for who are suffering with physical issues like painful periods or a condition linked to their fertility or I help women connect with their menstrual cycle for emotional well-being as well so oh. there's kind of yeah yeah oh that's exciting and how do you um how do you help women and why should we kind of keep track of our cycle yeah that's a really good question gail so i teach women about the science of the cycle so about the endocrine system which means all the hormones that are going on in our bodies Mm. and the nervous system which is also really important And so we learn about the science and then we learn about self-care and what kind of foods can help us. And then we learn about um, the cyclical nature of the menstrual cycle. So we learn about the different energies at the different phases in the cycle Mm -hmm. and how we look after ourselves as women because we're different to men in that we have that cyclical nature on a very body-focused level. And that has implications in our daily lives, in our workplace, in our relationships, in in recovery, in in our mental health even. So I help women explore their own bodies and help them to understand what they need for themselves. Mm. And so in in reality, what that looks like is I do one-to-one coaching, I do workshops, I have a lot of content, I'm always on Instagram. And yeah, I'm te- mostly teaching and then holding space for women to explore, to explore their bodies and their emotions through their, what I call the psychosomatic experience of, of the female body. Wow. It's so interesting and so deep and just really loving and, as you say, kind of self-care focused. And um, I recently downloaded your guide, as you know, and to be honest, I had no idea. All I used to do was write the day on my calendar, and that was about it. Mm. And um, before that, that's all I did, and I just thought that was what everybody did. So why should we try and kind of keep track of where we are exactly in our cycles? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And actually, I'd like to say that I think that is quite good that you did that. <laughs> I don't think oh, really? many women do that. 
I certainly didn't do that before I came to this work. My period was always a surprise to me, do you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think even tracking when you're due your period is really mm. helpful, especially if, if a woman is suffers with her menstrual cycle in some way and has pain because what that allows us is then we can, for me, for example, I, my journey is, um, the reason I came to this work was because I had a lot of pain. I was fainting with pain. And then I eventually got diagnosed with a condition called endometriosis, which is very painful, very common uh, condition. Mm. And so now um, I've learned to, to manage, you know, manage my life around that. And so I know when my vulnerable time is in the cycle. Yeah. So when it comes to period I plan my meals in advance and I make sure I have lots of health healthy fruit and veg and food in the fridge and I, I I kind of batch cook things and I put them in the freezer and then I have a few days where I don't really need to cook it's really nice and I yeah. have nice healthy you know even just for a few days that can make a huge difference um but going back to your question it's very important for I think it's very important for women to track their menstrual cycle or even have some idea of where they're at like on a even on a weekly level mm. because we understand then where our vulnerable times are in our body and where our stronger times are in our bodies. And then we can relate to other people and to our life and our work or our recovery or our self-care from that understanding of what's happening on the physical level. And that brings a huge amount of self-compassion um, and also clarity because the world of self-care can be a bit overwhelming and confusing and there's so much information and advice yeah. out there is so much, which is great it's really good we're having these conversations but when it comes to um, what I call this the, the practice is called menstrual cycle awareness it's like a mindfulness practice and mm-hmm. um, it helps me understand oh today for example today I'm on day 14 yeah. I don't necessarily need to do gentle yoga. Actually, what's better for me today is more vigorous exercise because my estrogen is high today. Mm. And it's, yeah, and it's really important for me to connect with people and to not isolate today because my body needs that on a very physical level to connect with people and to um, use that energy that I have, the estrogen levels that I have. Um, because otherwise what can happen is if I isolate today, then my inner critic can become quite strong. Yeah. Whereas at the opposite side of the cycle, so in menstruation, um, that's, that I wouldn't describe being alone time as isolating. That's actually solitude and restful and caring, you know, because it could be overwhelming to spend mm. a lot of time with people when we're feeling on a physical level very vulnerable. So, so that's kind of, does that explain, you know, the, 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 what I mean, you know, in terms of yeah. tracking the cycle? aware yeah so that's yes it does helpful. and like we talked about earlier uh, it makes perfect sense because before when I hadn't had your lovely guide there would be times when I would feel like really energized or I would feel like I wanted to do something but I wasn't sure why or what I was supposed to do and other times when you kind of don't feel like doing anything but you've got things planned and you just try and push on and not really understanding why you're feeling that way so definitely clarity like you said before and self-awareness it's just so important and helpful to know why you're feeling that way not just random 
oh, I don't feel very good today, or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. so helpful. Yeah, there's a reason, there's a physical, scientific, hormonal reason behind it, you know, and it's not yeah. like for so long, women have been kind of fobbed off for being emotional or hormonal, but mm. now we're starting to have these conversations and it's actually there's meaning to be gained here and there's understanding and for me at least it makes my self-care a lot easier <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah 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 because you know when you can do certain things and um understand when you should maybe take a step back or when you can mm -hmm. put your good your energy to good use that kind of thing exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> What I like about your guide and the work that you do as well is that you kind of compare our cycle as to going through different seasons. Can you explain the different seasons that our bodies go through? Yes, I can. So um, the menstrual cycle is a cycle. So mm -hmm. I like to think as there's kind of four sections to it in the way that there's four seasons in the year and we we you know we kind of refer into the year yeah and so when we are on our period <clears> the <throat> menstruation the archetype or the season to compare that to is the winter and the reason for that is is because that's when our hormones are at their lowest okay. and um, from a kind of energetic point of view that's when we feel the desire to kind of hibernate and withdraw from the world mm. um, and that doesn't mean do less you know stuff or you know stay in bed all day long and not go to work it can it can even just mean withdraw like emotionally so we can still be in a situation but like on the inside really tending to ourselves and yeah. even just small things like having a nice herbal tea if we're in a, in a meeting or wearing more comfortable clothes that day or preparing our meals, small things like that. And mm. um, that's the inner winter. It's, it's a very inner focused time psychosomatically. Um, estrogen is at its lowest and it's quite, it's a very vulnerable time physically. Um, and, and well, some women can experience quite a, a lot of relief here after the pre-menstruation, but generally speaking, it is a vulnerable time. And a lot of women really suffer here with pain. So okay. if you do suffer with, with physical pain here, cramping and, and the likes, I do recommend as much rest as, as they can um, mm. during their period. It makes sense to rest during this time. So similar to the animals and to nature, it's the, it's the time of death. Like the, I describe the womb as a place of life and death because it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like every every month we have an opportunity to conceive mm. and when we don't conceive then that you know that's the shedding the lining of the womb and the, the egg dies so there's, there's kind of a little death that happens in our bodies yeah yeah so that's the that's the so that's winter okay and then after, yeah so it's, it's important to, to kind of you know slow down and rest in order to nourish ourselves and be prepared for the, for the coming days so then as we emerge from what I call the period cave. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> period cave. We come into springtime, which is um, pre-ovulation. Okay. And on a physical level, what happens here is our estrogen is increasing a little bit. Starts to, our hormones start to pick up a bit. Um, our follicles start to mature. So that's kind of what's happening, happening scientifically. And we begin to feel that little bit more energetic. 
and it's the time in between menstruation and ovulation. So it's that transition season, it's the spring. And if we think about the spring in, I'm here in Ireland and you know, you're in Spain and, and I know you're from the UK, so we have those seasonal climates. Yeah. The spring is very, um, it's kind of a joyful time. It's innocent. We've got the spring lambs. We have quite delicate flowers coming up during that time. And so actually it's really important to emerge gently from the period cave because if we if we race out into the world from an energetic place we can burn out quite easily in, oh, okay yeah so we have to be careful energetically to really just be really kind to ourselves during this time because it's quite for me actually even though i suffered with pain for a long time after years of tracking my cycle i learned that my inner spring was quite a vulnerable time because my inner critic could come in here and be like why aren't you doing everything and mm. achieving you know so <laughs> right yeah so not yeah. kind of rush out and start doing things or feel guilty yeah. because you didn't do anything and try and make up for it exactly yeah mm. exactly like we can still do like and i understand that there's lots of people out there who have women who have you know families and you know, jobs and you know, we have a lot of stuff to do. So it's not necessarily about um, not doing things. As I said before, it's just the approach or asking for help or yeah. like you said, yeah, be careful of the inner critic. That's a really important time to not be hard on ourselves during that time. So just watching the, the way we speak to ourselves. Um, mm. Yeah. So then we come to the summer, which is ovulation. And another archetype here is the mother. So yes. that person who can be all things, to, you know, caring for people. And this is where our estrogen is at its highest. We also have a little bit of testosterone that kicks in here. And okay. this is, yeah, this is like the super <laughs> time. Like, yes, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is some powerful time, right? It's really, you know, it can be quite intense for some women. It can also be a time of burnout if we don't rest during menstruation. So, you know, this is all very archetypal and this is why tracking is important because this is not the same for everyone. Every woman's experience is different. Yeah. And, you know, an ideal, but it's not, this is just kind of an, an example. But, um, so the inner, inner summer is the time where we can conceive. That's when we're fertile. Um, and yeah, we just have lots of energy. So this is a really good time to be social, to, um, you know, go out and enjoy life and get the projects, you know, get your work done and compensate for the time that you rested during menstruation. Mm. Um, you know, this is a good time. The only thing I'll say for the inner summer is be careful that your inner summer goddess doesn't take over your diary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she thinks she rules the show this is the problem with the inner summer is like she thinks i have i have there's this thing called like i like to describe called cycle amnesia where we forget that we're cyclical you know and when we're in this day of heightened energy we can mm. forget that you know this too shall pass and um, it's not always the, the way so just be careful not to schedule in loads of social events for the coming yeah. two you'll mm. you'll regret that in a couple of days time <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the summer and then after the summer is um the autumn so that's the pre-menstrual time hmm. at a scientific level that's when progesterone starts to kick in with the, with the menstrual cycle and it 
at the start of the inner autumn, this is quite a soothing grounded time. So, so that heightened energy kind of starts to come down a bit. Okay. Um, yeah. And it is, it is still a very active, you know, you know, energetic time. Um, but what can happen here is of course the dreaded premenstrual syndromes um, mm -hmm. kick in here. And this is a time that can be difficult for women because we can start to experience irritability and, um, you know, like emotions can get quite charged during this time. Yeah. So this is actually a really important time to just be really mindful of what's going on in our lives and in our bodies. Um, but what I will say is if women do experience a lot of heightened emotions during this time, it's not because she's crazy or a hysterical woman. It's because it, there could be an underlying hormonal imbalance going on or in her life, there could be something that she needs to address and there's truth underneath the feelings and the emotions and there could yeah. be relationships, you know? So I won't say too much about the inner autumn because it's a big area to explore, but it is, it is a time to start slowing down mm. and women might have a day where they suddenly feel this urge to clean the house or, you know, do the laundry or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's kind of the psychosomatic experience of knowing in our bodies that we're preparing for the winter and menstruation again, and that we want to, you know, down tools in a few days time. And mm. um, that's kind of it in a nutshell, the, the seasons. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. So would you recommend, maybe just keeping track of what's going on so maybe write down the days that you that you are so if you know keep a track of what days you are in your cycle and how you're feeling and your moods and just kind of notice it just be aware of it and maybe not try to change anything at first but just become aware is that a good way to start yeah, that's a really good suggestion, Gail. Yeah, because it's a mindfulness practice and mindfulness is all mm. about non-judgmental awareness, right? So, yeah, yeah. so that's a really good place to start is because it can be very overwhelming when you start this work and you were never taught this before and it's, you know, a lot of emotion mm. and confusion, you know? So um, definitely just, you know, very gently start to track the cycle and just cure the word I like to use is curiosity, bring that curiosity to your body and to your emotions and your mental state in relation to your hormones. Absolutely. And then over time you can start to put in very small changes and it, this, because this work is not something that you can do overnight, you know, it no. is really changes. Yeah. yeah. Similar to as well as you can't do it. It's a one day at a time approach really, isn't it? Yeah, so. it is. It's ongoing, isn't it? It's a process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that kind of leads on really nicely to uh, my next question, um, which is in terms of sobriety. So how can being aware of our cycle, our seasons, how can that help us when we are first, you know, when we first quit drinking or we're in the early stages of sobriety and we're kind of all over the place and we don't know what's going on, we don't know what we want or what mm. we need? Yeah, that's a really good question. So cycle awareness um, in terms of sobriety and those on that first kind of, yeah, I, I, I get that. It's, it's, it, it, it's a very turbulent time, isn't it? You yeah, know, it is. <laughs> um, and the reason for that, <clears throat> at least my understanding is because when we enter into sobriety, 
um, we put down the thing it is the thing that was giving us um, soothing you know yeah. for emotional reasons it's a very emotional experience so now we're kind of faced with these raw and very charged emotions that we were dealing with in other ways so now we need mm -hmm. to look at new ways to like you know look after ourselves emotionally and physically and um, so menstrual cycle awareness I like to describe it as providing kind of a container in which to hold ourselves and a reference point yeah. for, our, for our bodies and our hormones and because um, the menstrual cycle is very connected to our diet our our endocrine system so our hormones and also our nervous system and mm. um, that's all very much emotional and our gosh it's all it's all very interconnected it helps us you know um give us understanding but also trust in our bodies you know that you know it's not going to be if we're we are having a day where we're feeling very um emotional or mood swings or whatever we know that this too shall pass and it's not going to be that way the whole the whole time um yeah so yeah. can i just quickly say that that's a really good point that you've made there because often when i talk to people who are maybe in the early stages of recovery and they're having a really bad day and somebody likened it the other day to having a tantrum she didn't know what was going on and she was having a mini tantrum because she was saying you know i'm an adult i should be allowed to have a drink why can't i have a drink and but really something else is going on inside so it's not necessarily about the fact that you you're not drinking alcohol it's not the fact that that's been removed it's what else is going on inside your body that might be making you feel that way yeah yeah definitely and it's and it's also completely normal for you know for that woman that you gave the example of to feel like that you know mm. and it's actually probably a good thing yes. <laughs> i know it's hard like when you're in it and i can totally relate to that um, and it's very difficult to contain the emotions in our bodies yeah. um, but it is a sign that you're healing like you know even if for me something that's always a good sign for me is when i when i feel emotional and i allow my tears to come to come you know it's very mm. right? it's like it's it's kind of like my body is a portal for processing emotions um oh, whether like it's that yeah or grief or something those emotions can be very difficult and we're not taught how to you know work with them um, no yeah so so for, for women who do experience that like it's completely normal and in, in fact you know it's a good thing but they just need that little bit more support whether it's yeah. through you know a program or menstrual cycle awareness or whatever it is like it's not something that you can do by yourself I don't yeah. think yeah I agree that's so helpful okay so what can we do then um, if we find ourselves in a similar situation to that lady I told you about? Or if we find ourselves, you know, we suddenly got all of this energy and we perhaps don't know why, or we're having a bad day or we're feeling down. How can our being aware of our menstrual cycle help us through those particular moments? Yeah, that's a good question. So... I'll give, an, I'll give some personal examples, actually. It might be helpful. So, yeah, thank you. Even though I teach the stuff, it's like, you know, every day is a new day for me. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, um, yeah, like last week I was in my inner spring. So it was the week, it was a few days after I had my period and I'd rested quite a lot during my period. But because I had, I'd had quite an intense summer and I just moved house and I had just a lot going on in my life, 
Mm. I found myself feeling very emotionally flat and lonely after my period. And my codependency, you know, that kind of codependent feeling was starting to come up in me and wanting to reach out to people, mm. uh, you know, when they were busy and just for my own sake. And, um, and so when I was in it, it's a very difficult emotion to sit with, you know, but because yeah. I knew that I was in my inner spring, I knew, okay, I don't have estrogen really on my side here, <laughs> you know, like, I really have it on my side here. So the lesson for the, I have tasks for different seasons. So the task for the springtime, for the inner spring after menstruation is to cherish yourself. Mm. So even though it's hard, like I still, I went out to the park and I made sure I got out to nature because that's really good for the nervous system. I, um, you know, did my best to, to cook nourishing meals and I spoke to, um, I spoke to people I trust as well about my feelings. It's very important in my own practice to talk out my emotions with, with them in a kind of a safe environment. Yeah. So, so things like that. And because, because I knew I was in the inner spring, I just knew I needed extra, like extra self-care during that time and to not be hard on myself. Yeah. Um, but every time I come around my cycle, it's like, that's always, that's always for me a, a tricky point that time after menstruation. So mm. I have to be careful there. So that's, so that's kind of one example. Um, and then the opposite, you know, it could, you, you can have the opposite as well, where you could have, you could be in your ovulation, which is the, the other side of menstruation. So around day 14, it depends on the woman. Mm. And she could be experiencing burnout or um, her inner critic could be coming in quite strong. And hormones are on our side there. So we do have estrogen quite strong there. So that could be a really good time to, you know, do a really intense workout in the gym. Lift weights is a good thing to do there. Mm-hmm. Lifts the endorphins. Yeah, it's oh, because wow. we have testosterone on our side. Yeah, so lifting weights and um, going to, you know, nice, not a gentle yoga practice, but like a nice strong, you know, exercise. Yeah. Um, can be really helpful to you know for emotions and for our body um, so so yeah we're kind of matching our self-care from an emotional side to our physical side when it comes mm. to the awareness, and it brings in a lot of compassion to ourselves so for me if I do experience my inner critic or um, you know I don't feel good in my in my summer in my inner summer it's usually because I'm not using my energy physically okay yeah right? it's in my energy starts to turn inwards in the form of a critic and it yeah. starts to do hard stuff. So even, even um, putting your energy into creative projects or into your family or friends, like mm. to go outward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like finding that release, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Need to get things out, but the yeah. need needs to be done in a, addressed in a healthy way, not in, okay, I'm feeling like I need a party. I'm going to go out and, get drunk basically yeah do some creativity go go do some exercise yeah go, to, go somewhere new like because i struggle with them um, going to new places i get a little nervous with going to places i've never been before yeah so too. Like, yeah like going to a new museum or some a new park or somewhere new is a good thing to do in the inner summer because we're we have our hormones to support us. We have more um, emotional resilience during that time. Yeah, we feel stronger, don't we? Yeah. 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 So th- this is um, kind of a really good toolkit to have. 
you've probably heard of silver toolkits and all the tools that we need to help us through and this cycle awareness i feel is a really beneficial a really strong extra toolkit that we can benefit from in society yeah i think so yeah definitely in sobriety because it is very much an emotional journey you know Mm. so this brings it back to the body and understanding our emotions on a very physical level yeah yeah i like what you say that about um bringing everything to a physical level Uh, and I know that you've done a lot of kind of work with yoga and things so do you have um, a a yoga pose or position or a technique that you could share with us that might be particularly useful in maybe one of our seasons yeah yeah that's a good that's a good question and I might um, send you a picture afterwards or something yeah you can can, yeah Um, great yeah so one of the very important things to have a healthy menstrual cycle is to um, take care of our nervous system. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means is like our stress levels. Yeah. So there's a particular, there's a few poses that you can do to help bring the nervous system down. Okay. Um, and one is called constructive rest position. Mm-hmm. So I can name, yeah, there's a woman in, in, in the US, her name is Liz Cook. And she specializes in a very restorative yoga practice around one muscle in the body. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and the muscle is called the psoas muscle. So P-S-O-A-S. Okay. I'll, send, I'll send you all this after, Gail. Yeah. Um, so this, she's done a lot of research on this muscle. And the muscle is one of our, it's one of our core muscles in our, in our like in our tummy, really, in our core. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're so used to living in a world where when we go to the gym, it's all about toning our core and strengthening our core and, to, you know, this really like, you know, tightening our core, but she does the opposite. She teaches core release. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this muscle is very much linked to the nervous system and it's linked to our emotions. And she describes it as a muscle of the soul, wow. which, is, yeah, which I love. So, so this muscle, um, kind of holds a lot of stress and if we continue to hold stress in our life from past experiences mm-hmm. that then triggers our present right so yeah there's this particular position constructive rest position it's really easy it's just lying down on on a nice yoga mat or on a blanket with your legs um in a 90 degree angle with your feet flat on the floor mm-hmm and your arms can be out like this so that your shoulder blades are open or else they can sit over your your chest like this to give a bit of weight down okay and you lie there for you can lie there for you can lie there for hours but i like to lie there for maybe 10 minutes and the reason we lie there for more than two minutes is because we allow gravity to, to kind of bring down the muscle and release the muscle mm. and, so it's a lovely thing to do and you can listen to a mindfulness meditation or you can read a book or, you know, you can listen to a podcast or something. It's a really nice thing to do. Yeah. What I will say is when you start to practice this kind of really restorative um, practice and this particular position, the body can go into a bit of a tremor. We can, our legs can start to shake a little bit and that's completely normal. Okay. The reason that is, is because it's releasing trauma past that's held in the body and right. so not to yeah. panic if that happens and just yeah, kind of let it happen 
yeah let it happen and if it's too much you can ease out of it or you can put a you can put a soft cushion underneath your lower back to support your lower back mm -hmm. or you, you can bring your legs into like an open knee position as well and put a bolster underneath your knees okay um, yeah so things so poses like that like the if you if if your audience type into google restorative yoga it's I'll very put it at the bottom you should be able yeah. to see it now <laughs> you can um you can google search that and there's so many yoga teachers on youtube and online who show you and essentially what they are are they're not movement it's, no. it's still where you sit in your position and you have lots of cushions and support and the idea is that it allows your body to release because we do so much holding don't we in our lives especially mm -hmm. as well. yeah so it's like yeah. a release very important to breathe because doing that physical work is so good for our emotions sobriety you know the whole journey that your audience are on um, and just feeling good in our bodies mm. you know feeling like rest is actually a safe place to go because for a lot of us yeah. we've been on overdrive for so long and if we if we start if we just suddenly stop our nervous system isn't used to that so we, it, it can actually bring tension into the body. So it's important to actually, yeah, just do this really gently. Just, you know, try one or two poses for a few minutes, mm. see if you like them, and then, you know, try something different. Yeah. Oh, it sounds lovely. Just listening to you talk about it, I'm beginning to feel better already. <laughs> so this is just kind of part of the work that you do because you do a lot, don't you? Um, so how can people get in touch with you if they want to find out more about your work or and if they want to work with you yeah thank you gail so i'm online my website is yourcyclematters.com mm -hmm. yourcyclematters.com and i'm on instagram uh, i can't remember my handle on instagram it's like underscore lisa de young or something but if you go on my, my website if you scroll to the bottom of the home page you'll find my instagram feed and you can just you can connect with me there on instagram okay. i have a, a facebook page your cycle matters and i also have a, a, a private facebook group for anyone who wants to um practice menstrual cycle awareness and then share their experience and then I will you know give a little bit of guidance and feedback into in terms of what can help those women okay and um yeah I do one-to-one -one coaching I do at the moment I'm doing workshops in Dublin so if anyone wants to come to Dublin they can come here but I also you know I, I'm kind of still on my journey of exploring how this how this work looks so I'm thinking mm. of doing an online program next year oh yes um, yeah, and then on my website I have a, um, as you mentioned already, like a resource guide that people can download, and I, I have a newsletter there, so they can see that on my homepage as well on my website. Yeah, okay, it's all on really. It's <laughs> yeah. everything's on the website. Okay, yeah. well we put everything uh, here in the video, and we're going to leave it here for now. So thank you so much for talking to me, Lisa. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please share and subscribe. For more help and support, go to the Sober Bliss website, soberbliss.com. Connect with me on social media and learn how I can help you quit drinking and start living.